New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Live from a secure concrete bunker somewhere in Ohio, New Thought Media Network presents Pastor Michael Mangus with Friday's Fireside Chat, spiritual conversation for today. Here he is from the secret radio room, surrounded by thousands of watts, Pastor Michael Mangus. Good evening to one and all from across the nation and around the world. Welcome to another fun-filled, thrill-packed, and also sometimes controversial edition of the Fireside Chat here on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangas broadcasting from the secret radio room in a secure concrete bunker somewhere around Akron, Ohio. So it's good to have everyone with us this evening. We have a wonderful show for you tonight, so please feel free to interact with us by posting your comments below on Facebook or on YouTube. Now, if you're feeling a little shy this evening, I understand, okay? <laughs> please feel free to contact me by email, pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com, pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com. Again, it's really hard for me to read them while I'm on the air this evening, but again, be rest assured that I will read them when I get off the air and also tomorrow. So the purpose of our fireside chat here is to talk about contemporary issues from a new thought perspective. And as I keep saying week after week, I want us all to have a new thought about what is going on around us, not only here in the United States, but also globally. I want us to actually put to use the teachings that so many of us have <laughs> stacks of books and have taken hundreds of hours of classes. So as I was taught in ministerial school by Reverend Cece Coltrane, she said, Michael, she says, your job is to comfort the afflicted and to afflict the comfortable. So, so if anything comes up this evening while I'm talking about the news or anything else, Again, just kind of jot it down if you'd like to send me an email and talk to me about it. When we're feeling uncomfortable about any subject, whether it be on the news or someone's having a conversation with us and something just comes up and feelings come up. Again, those are wonderful times. Again, instead of just saying, oh, go away, <laughs> for us to go ahead and to, to say, okay, what is the lesson here? Those feelings are coming up for a reason. We have a wonderful guest this evening from the Science of Mind Archives. We welcome its executive director, Reverend Kathy uh, Mastriani, who will tell us all about the important mission of the archives to preserve 
the history of the science of mind and spirit, religious science, which is the name of the denomination, or was the name of the denomination, and also of its founder, Dr. Ernest Holmes. So Reverend Kathy will be on the program approximately 21 minutes from now. We'll see <laughs> how good I am at uh, getting that time. I would like to wish everyone a happy Easter. Today here on April the 2nd is the commemoration of Good or Passion Friday when Jesus of Nazareth was put to death by crucifixion. So growing up Catholic, I always remember the drama of Holy Week starting out when Jesus entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday and then being crucified on Good Friday. Now, why they called the brutal execution of someone good, I still don't know. Yeah, I know it's the old school interpretation of Jesus dying for our sins, and that's why it's called Good Friday. All right, but still. So, from the afternoon of Good Friday, which tradition says that Jesus died between 1 and 3 p.m. in the afternoon, until Sunday morning, it seems like there's a real sadness or kind of a quiet that happens. So, I remember as a little disc jockey at one time, little Mikey coloring Easter eggs after attending the Stations of the Cross on Good Friday. Then on Easter morning, it seemed like the whole world had become new again. Because even though that Jesus was crucified, he rose again. And that's what we celebrated. What was dark had become light or new. Something wonderful new happened. And so there's a spirit of celebration around the time of Easter. So at most New Thought centers that I know of, Easter is still celebrated because of the metaphysical themes of resurrection and new life around that. And as I know, some centers don't celebrate Easter and Christmas because of the Christian implications. Yours truly has studied the history of our wonderful movement and find that it is steeped in Judeo-Christian roots. Now, Ernest Holmes, the founder of Religious Science, thought of himself as a Christian. If you went ahead and went back a few weeks to see the interview that we did with Marilyn Leo, Dr. Marilyn Leo, Holmes thought of himself as a Christian, but again, he thought of religious science as a part of the Christian tradition without all the dogma. So if this weekend brings up any kind of pain from the past, the mention of Jesus or the Bible or anything else, again, you have a wonderful opportunity to be able to start healing that and forgive those, those people, places, and things that, again, uh, I believe sometimes those people were trying to do the best they can. Again, if, if you are a survivor of any type of clergy abuse or anything like that, please, please, please go get professional help for that. But the whole idea that a lot of people are turned off by church these days or by community is, again, because of, again, the things that they've happened in the past. For me, though, I've had to reframe that. I've had to say, okay, Stuff has happened in the past, and again, I could probably take up this hour and tell you all of that, but today I'm at a place where I can see good in my Catholic background. 
I can see good in a lot of the things that went on around me. So, we are, as far as the science of mind and spirit goes, we are an expansive form of Christian thought with the Bible, especially in the New Testament, being quoted quite a bit in the science of mind text. So, please don't let that frighten you away from our wonderful teaching. I've had some people say, well, if science of mind is Christian, I don't want anything to do with it. Well, <laughs> where do you think all of that wonderful teaching about the uh, law of attraction? And Holmes always wanted us to be able to be comfortable with talking about any religion, especially anything that happened to us in the past, present, or even the future. So this teaching for me has really given me a great love for Jesus all the Christian churches, even though I do disagree with some of their opinions about especially LGBTQ individuals and also the Bible, but I've come to really love the Bible now and really come to understand that it is a very serious book, <laughs> but again, it should not be taken literally. It should be mined and read to find out the spiritual lessons that are in it. So that's what I appreciate, again, about reading the Science Mind textbook and also reading even my daily uh, Science Mind 365. Again, Ernest Holmes talks a lot about the Bible. So again, Happy Easter to all of my friends out there. May you have a wonderful weekend celebrating the newness of spring here. So we start off with the news of the week, and we lead with the story from CNN. At least 20 mass shootings have taken place in two weeks since the Metro Atlanta spa attack, leaving eight dead. I won't go through all of these because it's about four or five pages here, but this is from CNN. Two weeks have passed since the three Atlanta area spa shootings claimed the lives of eight people. And in that time, at least 20, 20 other mass shootings have taken place from California to Washington, D.C. And at least seven mass shootings occurred in a week between the attacks in the Atlanta area and also in the grocery store in Boulder, Colorado. In the weeks that followed, that number more than doubled. Now, CNN says that a mass shooting is a shooting incident that results in four or more casualties, and that's dead or wounded, excluding the shooter. I'm not going to mention all of these, but I will. Uh, I'm not going to read all of the other text here, but Orange, California, Washington, D.C., even Cleveland, Ohio, which is north from where I'm at here. They had seven people shot at a Cleveland nightclub a little over a week ago. Chicago, Essex, Maryland, Chicago again, Yazoo City, Mississippi, River Gorge, Illinois, Virginia Beach, Virginia during the spring break, Chicago, Norfolk, Memphis, Tennessee, Philadelphia, Boulder, Colorado, Aliceville, Alabama, Philadelphia, Dallas, Houston, Gresham, Oregon, Stockton, California, and Atlanta, 20 of them. What we're covering here from CNN, 
The U.S. Capitol is still on lockdown after a driver rammed his car into a barricade on Constitution Avenue. Dead are one police officer and also the attacker. Multiple sources confirmed again one officer and the suspect in the attack has died. The suspect was shot and taken into custody after the incident. So my question here for us to consider is this, and this is concerning specifically gun violence. What is ours to do here? What is ours to do? Yes, we can all visualize peace in the world, but something that Jim Lockhart said in his article that I read last week from the agnt.org website, He said we need to do the inner work necessary, do the deep inner work necessary to rid any type of violence or hatred from our own hearts. And again, there are the outer steps that we can take, like protest, write your congressman or woman, and also demand gun reform. Did you know that we here in the United States are the only Western company, uh, country that allows its citizens to own AR-type weaponry. That's automatic repeating rifles and also pistols. So like I said last week, AR-type guns are designed for one reason, and that's to kill human beings. They were designed for the military. They weren't designed for Joe or Jill Hunter to go out and to get their deer or bear for the season. If you used an AR-type rifle on things out in the wilderness, what would happen is, again, that would shoot up your meat. Again, blessed are the peacemakers. For they will be called children of God. So this is a spiritual issue. Let's not just ignore and just say, okay, that's just another shooting here. Let's start taking action like Jim Lockhart said. Let's treat and move our feet here. Let's find out what is ours to do to facilitate peace here on our planet. Also in the news this week, jurors heard testimony from a series of witnesses in the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. Chauvin is charged with second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and also second-degree manslaughter in the death of George Floyd. Floyd died about a year ago in May 2020 after Chauvin placed his knee on Floyd's neck while he pleaded, I can't breathe. His final moments recorded on video led to widespread protests about police brutality and racism, as well as incidents of unrest. I tried to watch that trial this week. I'm sorry. I just, I just, it was just so brutal, the descriptions from the witnesses and also the the videotape. And yes, COVID-19 is still with us. From the CDC, total number of cases, top 30 million, that's 30 million, 357,579. Cases in the last seven days are up around 30,000 to 446,094. And the total number of deaths, 
including my mother, who I really miss a lot this weekend. This is one of her favorite holidays, Easter. 550,169. What you need to know again from CNN is that people who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 in the U.S. can resume travel at low risk to themselves, the CDC said today, with a caveat, and we'll talk about that in a moment here. Pfizer BioNTech says that its coronavirus vaccine protection lasts at least six months. That's far longer than the 90 days that had been the best estimate previously offered by the company. And also a quality problem uh, problem at a Johnson & Johnson plant could ruin millions of vaccine doses. Again, they caught it in plant. Uh, the vaccines were not out in the field. The CDC head said this. He says, we believe vaccinated people can travel, but we don't recommend it. <laughs> it says, despite issuing new guidelines, this is again from CNN, that people who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 can travel at low risk to themselves. The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention says they do not recommend it. While we fully believe that fully vaccinated people can travel at low risk to themselves, the CDC is not recommending travel at this time due to the rising number of cases. And that was by CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky during a White House COVID-19 response team briefing on Friday. The agency released updated travel guidelines today explaining that as long as coronavirus precautions are taken, including mask wearing, fully vaccinated people can travel within the U.S. without first getting tested for COVID-19 or self-quarantining afterwards. However, experts say that the U.S. appears to be entering into another surge in coronavirus cases this spring, which is partially due to travel. The CDC, along with President Joseph Biden, are urging Americans to follow public health guidelines and get vaccinated. Moments before giving the COVID-19 task force briefing, President Biden pleaded with the public not to undo the progress being made to overcome the virus. President Biden said this. He says cases are going up again. The virus is spreading more rapidly in many places. Deaths are going up in some states. So I ask, I plead with you, don't give back the progress we have all so far fought so hard to achieve. Also fought so hard to achieve. There you go. <laughs> Diego's laughing at me in the background. We need to finish this job. We need for every American to buckle down and keep their guard up in this home stretch, he added. All right. So with a slight surge in numbers from the past week, we all need to stay safe and stay aware that we are not out of the woods yet. Again, some of the centers for spiritual living, unity centers and other independent New Thought Centers are going to have limited attendance at their Easter services with most likely online only, like some at CSL. One large church in the Akron area went ahead and told a reporter from the local paper 
that they were not going to require masks. Now, again, this is a huge auditorium that has and can see probably well to over three to 4,000 people. <laughs> so the pastor got a two or three phone calls from the local health department saying, are you sure you really want to do this? So this large church has went ahead and told all of its parishioners that on Sunday, again, that mask wearing will be mandated during their observances on Saturday night and Sunday. Listen, we're still in the midst of this here. I don't tell you this stuff to stay in fear. I tell you these things so that, again, that we can be aware and be prayerful during all of this. Again, let's follow the science. Wear the mask. Watch the distance. Wash the hands. Crack open a window. And says uh, others outside your bubble, wear a mask in your home. Again, please study the science before deciding not to take the vaccine. Again, I'm scheduled for Monday. As for me and my house, we are taking the vaccine because, again, when I get vaccinated, when I'm safe, I keep other people safe. All right. One final thought about this. As many New Thought Centers are planning to open up, they are doing so under the advisement of their local and state health departments. Being inside and not moving is still not a good idea right now. Again, many churches are planning Easter services outdoors. And again, the all clear has not been issued yet. Listen, I'm I miss going to to Sunday service. Of all people, I love Easter weekend and all the pageantry. Let's just get the job done, as President Biden said. Let's go ahead and again do as we that whole do unto others. We we do unto ourselves. We need to complete this job here. And so, the, again, I just say this and just know that, again, that by next Easter, that we'll be able to hug again, <laughs> hopefully, and be able to have regular family gatherings. All right? Well, if you're wondering what you tuned into tonight, good evening. Welcome. You are in tune with the New Thought Media Network and the Friday Evening Fireside Chat. I am Pastor Michael Mangus. We are going to read a few announcements before we take a break and before we have on our very special guest from the Science of Mind Archives, Reverend Kathy. Yours truly is parking himself at the Summit CSL. For more information, please go to summitcsl.org. There you will find more information about our wonderful Sunday gathering online at 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific Time. Please grab your cup of coffee or tea or espresso, <laughs> and please join us. I really do believe that we have one of the best services in New Thought, the right balance of meditation, the right balance of message, the right balance of music. It really is a spiritual experience. So this Sunday, we'll be celebrating Easter with our own John Miller, who will be speaking and also providing the music for the celebration. So please go to summitcsl.org for more information on how to join our Zoom call. Our service is also simulcast on the Summit Spiritual Center of Akron Facebook page. And our Facebook page also has past broadcast 
of the world famous and ever popular Fireside Chat. There is one thing that everyone can do here. And that is to please share this program and also the other programs that you see on New Thought Media Network. Please share them on your Facebook page. Now, one of the things that I do is I also share them on other groups and also other New Thought pages that I think might be interested in seeing our programming. So for more information on how to do that, please feel free to contact me at pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com. Again, I'm currently open for individual practitioner sessions, also Sunday speaking, and also I do wonderful weddings here in the Ohio, Pennsylvania, and also West Virginia area. So again, please email me, pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com for more information. Lots of good stuff happening here at the New Thought Media Network. I won't go through the whole schedule. We had a great beginning for Reverend Skip's show yesterday in the flow. His first guest was Ricky Byers. How wonderful. So uh, again, uh, his show is on Fridays here at the New Thought Media Network. Also, starting on Easter Sunday, We'll be broadcasting a brand new 30-minute program for my dear friends also, um, Reverend Claudia Renee, and also her husband, Brother T. Brother T is wonderful. It's uh, uh, Claudia's husband, Tony. Reverend Renee and also Brother T, will they lead an independent New Thought ministry in Nashville, Tennessee. So join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for True Thought Inspiration and also, they will be starting another program on Friday mornings for True Thought Miracles, and they'll be doing a Course in Miracles study. So that's Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Uh, Mountain Time, beginning later in April. Again, just go to the website, <laughs> ntmedia.org, for more information. We have so many wonderful programs coming up. One of the programs that I'm currently working on right now is one that we'll be debuting here in a few weeks on Sunday evenings. It'll be called the uh, the Sunday Evening Masterclass, and that's with Reverend Dr. Charlotte Manning from Washington, D.C. Lots of good programs here at the New Thought Media Network. So please, again, go on our website, ntmedia.org, to see the whole schedule. And you can be a part of this through your loving donations. We have the opportunity here with the technology to reach the whole world with this message. I'm broadcasting from my home this evening. Diego's from his home this evening. We touch the planet this ministry. And we're asking you, please, to partner with us. ntmedia.org slash donate. Please give us an extremely generous donation so that we can continue. Again, you get the blessing for giving, but you also get the double blessing of really helping to change lives 
through this powerful spiritual message. ntmedia.org slash donate. And thank you so very much. We're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back. You're watching the Friday Evening Fireside Chat here on the New Thought Media Network. Opinions expressed by Pastor Michael Mangus are generally right. However, they are his own and do not reflect the views and opinions of New Thought Media Network, Centers for Spiritual Living, or any other person living or dead. As they say in the 12 step recovery program, take what you like and leave the rest. Here again is Pastor Michael. And thank you, Jay Silvers, professional voice talent. You did that for me last summer. Thank you so very much. We are so pleased to introduce to you our special guest for this evening, Reverend Kathy Mastriani is the executive director of the Science of Mind Archives. She has over 20 years experience in nonprofit management, including 10 years as the CEO and main communications manager, grant writer, fundraiser, and volunteer manager for PeaceWorks Incorporated which was a nonprofit organization dedicated to healing relationship violence and providing sanctuary for family members and pets. Reverend Kathy was formerly the chair of the Resource Development Committee and vice president of the board of directors for the Boys and Girls Club of South Park, Colorado for six years. She graduated in 2018 from Holmes Institute and the School of Spiritual Leadership Denver Region and Pastor Oral Panels and Hopefully soon that she'll be going for her ordination panels here coming up. Uh, she's now the co-spiritual leader at Foothills Center for Spiritual Living and brings her consciousness along with the deep skills as a nonprofit leader to the archives. Reverend Kathy lives in the mountains of Bailey, Colorado, with her beautiful daughter, Isabella, and her whole critter family. She enjoys singing, camping, traveling, baking, chocolate, exploring our beautiful world, and also attending Dr. Tom Sanar's class on the Science of Mind Home Study course on Wednesday evenings. It is my pleasure to introduce to you Reverend Kathy. Good evening, welcome. Howdy, Pastor Michael. Nice to see you tonight. It's wonderful oh, to be here. Oh, nice to see you too. I was telling Kathy, I said, you're probably going to hear me talk a lot more than I do on Wednesday evenings. As I told her before, <laughs> I usually just, I'm very quiet during that class. And again, unless I really have something to say, I just kind of just keep to myself. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're studying through. Um, I'm in, uh, Kathy and I are in Dr. Tom Sanard's class on uh, Wednesday nights. We meet online and we're currently going through the Science of Mind Home study course, of which 
the Science of Mind archives uh, republished a few years ago, and that's what we're going through now. So really good to see you tonight, Kathy. Thanks for being uh, part of our show. So tell us a little bit about yourself and why did a really nice woman like you end up in ministry? <laughs> such Good question. I mean, if you haven't been told already, they say if there's something else you can do instead of ministry, do that. And so that's the lovely advice that they give us. But it's a calling, right, Pastor Michael? I mean, if you're being called and you get the call multiple times, you just have to say yes. It's really a surrendering of the heart for something greater. I'm, I'm here for peace on earth. You know, however I can serve in the world and reveal more peace on the planet by helping people find that peace within, you know, that's what I'm here for. And it's, it's a joy. It's very interesting. It's not boring. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I remember, I mean, for years, I went ahead and just said, ministry, are you kidding? There is no way. And I remember I was traveling back from the West Coast, and I was in Boulder, of all places, for a few days. And I was kind of asking myself, I said, okay, Spirit, what should I do with the rest of my life here? I had a really bad <laughs> uh, breakup of a relationship. I was just heartbroken. I said, okay, what am I supposed to do with the rest of my life? And the word ministry came up. Wow. And I said, oh, God, not that. <laughs> so that's that's kind of been uh, my calling in as far as uh, putting it. So it is it is a calling, I, and I agree with you on that. So tell us a little bit about your work with the archives, and how did you get involved with them? Well, that's kind of a good God story, as most of them can be. I was um, actually with my sister in Atlanta, Georgia, at a this empowerment retreat, and it was entrepreneurial, developing things. And I got this inner call. I heard, I need to be a minister. Within 24 hours, I re received a literal phone call from the Science of Mind Archives saying, would you like to interview as executive director of the archives? And I'm like, I thought I said minister, but you know, I'm just gonna keep taking steps. And I interviewed and I got there and I found out, I mean, I said, yes. I mean, what an honor to be able to steward and. Ernest Holmes um, collection, you know, the founder of Science of Mind. And I remember actually, as I was still considering, I said, Ernest, this is kind of a big deal. You know, I need a sign. I need a sign so clear that it's okay for little old me, you know, to be here to support, to you know, preserve our history. And I got little signs. It was 20 minutes before they were calling me to offer me the job that I, I did go on Facebook. I looked up and there's a photo of Ernest Holmes and there was a, a message. And I said, okay, I'll take the job. Thanks, Ernest. <laughs> I needed that. And so it's just, and then here I am at home office, the mecca of science of mind, going through ministerial school. So I'm applying, I'm surrounded by the support. I'm praying at the time, Dr. Bob Dean was the president of Homes and I'm praying with, I mean, I was just like starstruck, you know, by, how God orchestrated it and how I was in the middle of all the information you could ever, you know, to learn more about science of mind and to become a minister. And, and then I became a minister. Now I'm a minister in the archives. And so God is just has a great sense of humor. Yes, she does. And I love her dearly. 
and we just <laughs> continue to have a good time uh, really doing great things at the archives. I love her too. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, she rocks. Really, she rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we're talking this evening. Hi, if you're wondering what you stumble onto, this is the uh, New Thought Media Network. I'm Pastor Michael Mangus. We are talking this evening on the Friday evening fireside chat with uh, Reverend Kathy Mastriani, who is the executive director of the Science of Mind Archives. Uh, if you'd like to get more information about the archives, please go to their website, which is scienceofmindarchives.com, scienceofmindarchives.com. And we'll be showing you some of those wonderful pages here in just a few moments. Uh, Reverend Kathy, many people have, even in um, Centers for Spiritual Living, have no idea about the archives and the important work that you do there. So kind of give us a short history. And um, uh, Reverend Dr. Marilyn Leo told us about a few things a few weeks ago. So uh, about her having to start to go through closets on the fourth floor <laughs> of the executive building, finding all this wonderful treasure stuff that are stuffed in closets. And then someone came up to her and says, uh, Marilyn, clean this up. So you can continue the story. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, no, what an honor. I get to work with Dr. Marilyn Leo, like all the time. And she just turned 86 and I do call her the energizer bunny. And I have a hard time keeping up with her. She's, um, again, what an honor. She has all the stories. She really has the history of the movement. And so it made a lot of sense when her and her husband, Richard, were invited to start an archive. And it was. The stories were they were in places that were getting flooded. It had to move a number of times while it was in California. And then finally, it was in 2010 that it moved to Golden, Colorado. Uh, the home office moved there in 2008 and in 2010, the archives moved from Burbank to a really a beautiful space. We have about 2,600 square feet. We have 12,000 New Thought books. We have 533 archival boxes filled with of artifacts and documents, just treasures. It's just, I'm just so blessed when we're there. I mean, sometimes our jaws just drop with when we find these treasures that are in our history correspondence between Raymond Charles Barker and Ernest Holmes. Ernest Holmes created greeting cards at one point. He wrote what they were in the Buzz at Cardosa card company, made them beautiful. And so he wrote poetry. We have such amazing poems from Ernest Holmes. And uh, one other, again, I could go on, but we found in this file drawer, locked file cabinet in the bottom uh, in a folder, handwritten notes by Ernest Holmes' mother, Mother Holmes, Anna Holmes, to Ernest and Hazel saying, Dear Ernest, I like it's his birthday. I have no gift for you, but the gift I have for you is my love. And it goes on to say how blessed she is to live with Ernest and Hazel and how they've made her old age so wonderful and so blessed and what a gift he is to the world. So things like that, where it's just irreplaceable. I mean, it's archives is considered primary primary source documents, which means originals, original handwritten notes, original um, items that just can't be replaced. And so it's, again, you, you can feel the sacredness when you're in there. Some people literally are in tears when they come to the archives because they can feel the essence of science of mind there. 
Reverend Kathy is always taking other submissions. So if you find something, I know we reach some longtime science of mind people out there. If you have anything like an old, like a first edition book or anything that you think that could be useful to the archives, please get a hold of Reverend Kathy through the um, through the website, and uh, she'll be more than happy to say whether or not that she could use it or not. There's just so many, and again, uh, what I appreciate about the archives is that we're bringing together, again, all of this rich history so that we can go ahead and we can, again, give it to the next generations, that they can be inspired as the, uh, as the 20th century was inspired by Dr. Holmes. We can be inspired in the 21st century and so on, again, with these wonderful documents. Uh, let's see here. So explain about all the free, and I mean free resources on the website. There's many, many, you have uh, past Creative Thought magazines, you have past Science of Mind magazines. So explain a little bit more about uh, all the free stuff on the website. And and uh, just to start, if we actually, some of those items do have a small charge for it. And all it is is to support the work we're doing because we have a lot of work to do. And we do have a website subscription that's very reasonable. But the free items include, we're starting to do why, why SAGE interviews. And so Dr. Marilyn primarily has been interview SAGEs of our movement. And also Dr. Jim Lockhart, who you mentioned, and Dr. Dorian Cotter Lockhart and others have interviewed people. So we're starting to put them on our website, oral histories of our movement. We also have an archives blog that leaders of our movement have contributed to, like Dr. John Waterhouse, Dr. Ken Gordon, uh, Dr. Marilyn, of course. So there's, oh my God, Dr. Christian Sorensen. Uh, I mean, just really the blogs. Again, bring it into you're saying the 21st century, it brings science of mind. And also it kind of teaches people how to use the website and how they can find the wisdom that's embedded in there. A very, 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 very cool thing is Dr. David Alexander created a new thought mind map of the history. And it's just, it's interactive. It's using the brain software and you just click on it and you it starts out with four, simple things, and then it kind of weaves its way into science of mind. So within just a few clicks, you're just blown away by how interconnected science of mind is with so many philosophies and histories out in the world. So Diego, and, if you could bring up, yeah, I'm sorry, go, go ahead and bring up that website. No, uh, uh, Reverend Kathleen, no, it's it just really, I, I saw that. Could, could you please yeah. go to, let's go to free wisdom. Yeah, go to free wisdom and then yeah. mind map. Yeah, go to mind map. There you go. It's Look so cool. So many gonna... people just again blown away. It's cool. It should load. <laughs> it might load in another browser. And so if you clicked on it, it oh, might that... be in a tab over. That's okay. Uh Diego will figure that out. But uh, again, there's so there's so many wonderful things in and you're correct. They're all wonderful subscriptions. Could you explain about the uh subscriptions to the to the website and also to the archives? You bet. So we have almost all of Creative Thought Magazine. Oh, there's a new thought my, our mind map. And it starts off with uh, progressive Christianity, transcendentalism, and uh, things too small for me to read right off. But um, Ancient wisdom traditions 
Thank you. Just click yeah. on one. You know, go play. Oh my God. See if you can weave your way to Ernest. To me, that's kind of the fun thing is to weave your way to Ernest Holmes and see if you can follow his path. Oh, you're getting there. We're testing he Diego, is. by the way. We are testing. <laughs> he, Diego's amazing. He knows so yeah, much. You, we're, we love him at the New Thought Media Network. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of wonderful stuff right, there. David bet. Alexander, is, if, if you've never had the opportunity to meet him, absolutely a, a scholar on, um, on New Thought, on uh, religious science. And I think that, again, having his wisdom up there in, in an interactive mind map, I think, is, is absolutely wonderful. So you were going to tell us about the subscriptions. And just real, real quick in the free, there's something brand, so brand new, there's nothing in there. So I invite people to check. But we have a new tab under free wisdom called Telling Your Story. And I have experts that are going to support people in collecting their history, how to organize it, how to interview people. And like when their centers hit like the five or 10 year anniversaries, we have some hitting 60. I talked to us, actually Seattle's going to have their 100th anniversary coming up. Oh my God. You know, but we're going to give guidance of how to collect it, how to find it, how to organize it, and then create a history video. And our goal is to have a place on our website for every single center when they do this. So we can kind of advertise and support them and market and we can, they can click on their history and it's just going to go around the globe. It's going to be very beautiful. So telling your stories new and then new thought history is another new tab because we're connected with unity International New Thought Alliance, Founders Church, um, just all these beautiful folks. And so we're going to have tabs. And like Tracy Brown has done some amazing videos on Black History Month. And so this is going to be a, a beautiful place where everyone can come. We want the website to be a one-stop shop for New Thought wisdom and history and resources. So you start with us and then you can branch out to other places. So it'll be fun. And uh, so to go back to your question about the subscriptions. Yeah. So we have, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. For 10 bucks a month or $99 a year, you can get up to 20 items per month downloaded, which is really phenomenal. So it includes Creative Thought Magazine, Science of Mind Magazine. We have been working diligently to digitize it all. So they're searchable documents. So Creative Thought was 60 years. It was around we're down to the last three years to digitize and so they're thanks to volunteers well fun fat note they're uploading all these to the website and we have 90 years of science and mind magazine almost all 90 on the website oh my gosh you can go back in time one of the fa favorite questions is what happened during world war ii what did science and mind say about world war ii or the korean war or you know pick a war you know and so you can go back and find in that year find out what did Ernest say? You know, what did others say? And the other fun thing to do is when people have a birthday, you know, to go back and find out they used, they had from the beginning, they had a little daily wisdoms, the daily guides that are so popular. So you can go back, like I was born August 29th, 1966. I can go back to Science of Mind magazine and it's like an oracle. You can find out what they said the day you were born. And so that's a oh, cool fun thing to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, again, all, uh, and especially for, uh, if you have to do, uh, if you are your minister, uh, especially practitioners who want to uh, go ahead and find out more about the history of the movement and also get wonderful sermon material. Again, those copies of uh, Creative Thought Magazine, also Science Mind Magazine, I remember uh, an Easter message that I went ahead and I put together a few years back, basically from the wisdom of the Science of Mind Magazine. So Ernest Holmes had wonderful things to say about, again, the whole idea of the resurrection experience, the whole idea of the, is that something must die daily for it to be reborn. And so, again, some just some wonderful things there. Uh, so you mentioned about volunteering here. So uh, talk about volunteering. I know Diego at one time was a volunteer. So what kind of tasks do you have your volunteers do there? Well, since COVID, it's been a little interesting, like most of the world. So I'm very blessed. I have... I, my volunteers are mainly virtual, and so my volunteers are uploading the um, the magazines. They're on the East Coast. I have one in, in Rhode Island and one in Massachusetts, and now we're working on cleaning up the website, cleaning up the descriptions so the search engine is much more spot on. I got a volunteer from Tanzania in Africa. She's a volunteer. I'm so blessed. I think I shared with that in our class. I had this magical week where two amazing librarians came forth and she's, she, she never heard of science of mine. So God brought her to, to me. She found our website and she goes, how can I help? And when I just talked to her a couple of days ago, she's like, let's, I'll talk with all the libraries in Africa and we will tell them about the website, how to use it. And we'll get science of mind all over Africa. So this is how we're going to get the teaching worldwide. How wonderful. And one of one of your volunteers came from our class, our Wednesday I, night club. <laughs> tell, yes, tell the story. Sounds like you know her. I know. So Suzanne, she was a, a librarian. She worked for NASA, the space folks, and she worked in their archives. And she's actually put together entire libraries for a center. And she has the keywords and the descriptions, everything that can make it concise and searchable. And so she's going to help us bring that over to our website. So every single document is going to be so searchable and spot on. So when you need it for your sermons or for just your personal wisdom and enlightenment, it's going to be so wonderful. So we're excited about improving our search. Yeah. Thank you, Susan. I've known Suzanne for years. Uh, one of the most inspiring. Have you? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I've known Suzanne oh, and Tim for years. No, she, she is one of, I remember there was one weekend that uh, we were in we were in ministerial class together, and uh, Suzanne, uh, we had, uh, I think we, we had homiletics too, and so that whole weekend, you know, you're you're listening to other students give talks, and of that weekend, Suzanne was the the one that really stuck out, of somebody wow. who again who's come out, uh, wonderful, uh, who's Again, who's taken, you know, lemons and always turned it into lemonade. And she's just a wonderful, again, a wonderful example of our, of our teaching. Uh, just, um, so we had Dr. Marilyn Leo on a few weeks ago. Hi, Wayne. <laughs> Wayne's out Wayne. there. 
Um, so we had Dr. Marilyn Leo on a few weeks ago, and she said that you guys are running out of space there at home office. Um, so what overall vision and plans do you have for the archives for the next five, 10 years? Well, I, I just love that question because we're about to have a strategic planning session on April 16th to really get that vision. So we're working with the board and the staff to get some God's vision. We did a visioning session with uh, Reverend Jeffrey Ryan, who is the chair of the CSL Visioning Committee. And it was so dynamic. I mean, it was just this dynamic vision that we are an active archives. We're interactive, that we support all of the departments at CSL Home Office, that we support, that everyone around the world knows about us and comes to us first. You know, and, and part of that really is supporting the archives. And to me, it's consciousness. You know, I think we just encourage you know, practitioners, ministers to join our first circle program. Every center, once a year, if they could give a contribution. But, you know, the funding is going to launch us into space, literally, like worldwide. And it's consciousness. It's everyone saying yes. It's everyone saying that this is important. It's important to preserve our history. This stuff changed our lives, my life. It's going to continue to change lives, and that's how we're going to get peace on earth. And so it's just a really exciting opportunity for people to join us. But have us come back after our strategic planning session. I'll have more specifics, too. How, how wonderful. Uh, we're talking this evening with uh, Reverend Kathy uh, Mastriani, who is the executive director of the uh, Science of Minds Archives. If you'd like more information about the archives, please go to Science of Mind Archives. Dot com, all kinds of information there. Also, uh, uh, information about uh, what uh, Reverend Kathy just talked about, which is the first circle membership, uh, minimum contribution of $125 a year or $11 per month. Again, those are for uh, the practitioners and also ministers, friends of Ernest Holmes, all kinds of wonderful website subscriptions. Again, uh, $99 per year or only $10 a month. More information is on the website on scienceofmindarchive.com. And again, uh, all kinds of books, all kinds of wonderful eBooks also, for those of you who are trying to cut down on their books and just put it in your computer like me. <laughs> so please do that. So let's, um, let's talk about funding. How does the archives receive funding? Does it receive any funding from home office, from, um, from Centers for Spiritual Living? They donate the space to us, but they don't generally can financially contribute every now and then we do get a tithe from them and we're so, so grateful, but it's mainly funded by people that say this is important, that it touches their heart. So it's, it's through practitioners, ministers, centers, through donate anyone, just anyone who donates. But also now the website, you know, the website subscriptions and people, just the little $0.99, cent, $1.99 things have been adding up to really support us in moving forward. And the Hefferlin Foundation, I must give a plug and say thank you to the Hefferlin Foundation. They have, I mean, that's how the archives really kind of started. They started us helping us become a nonprofit and they fund projects. Like we actually have our website thanks to the Hefferlin Foundation. So really grateful for their support. No, Hefferlin Foundation has also helped me out too. So again, all, all the me wonderful too. work and uh, yeah, um, all the wonderful work that uh, again, Dr. Marilyn Leo has done with the Hefferlin Foundation and also just with the whole movement. Uh, again, just thank you so very much. 
Reverend Kathy, for all of your services. Is there anything else you'd like to, any parting words you'd like to share with us this evening? Well, I just, again, I'm grateful to you, pa Pastor Michael, and your heart, and and just share your show and how you're showing up to Diego. I mean, he's just everywhere. I just so appreciate him. And it really takes the people who are listening. I, I love what you said about Dr. Jim Lockhart in his article about the inner work, that we need to do our inner work, but we also have our outer work where we can really rise up and take action in the world. And I think that's how we're going to really reveal peace on earth. And so I invite people to go to the archives website, find resources to do your inner work, to go within, to find this timeless, mystical wisdom that transcends all the different faiths and let it rise you up, but then to listen and to take action in the world, to do good in the world, to really whatever is your calling. If each one of us does one thing, even if it's just smiling at people, or just saying thank you, or just reaching out to someone, a friend, and just listening and say, how are you? You know, there's just such things that make an impact that, again, is going to really reveal a world that works for us all. And so I'm just honored to be at the archives, honored to be here. And thank you for your wisdom and your inspiration, Pastor. Mike. Well, th thank you, uh, Reverend Kathy Mastriani. Thank you for all that you do. And they're at the archives, again, uh, really not only preserving, but also being there for uh, future generations so that they can go ahead and have resources that they can be inspired by original writings of uh, Dr. Holmes and also the other wonderful pioneers. Again, more information if you'd like uh, about the archives, if you go on sciencemindarchives.com, more information there. Uh, please feel free to go there and click on their donate button, okay? And um, look on the uh, the donate page about the, the different memberships there. Again, if you are a student, if you are a truth student, this is a valuable resource for you. Again, scienceofmindarchives.com. Reverend Kathy, blessings to you. Have a wonderful Easter weekend, and I'll see you in class on Wednesday night. Sounds good, Pastor Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. Have a wonderful weekend. Wow. Boy, an hour goes by quickly here when you're having fun. Just want to remind everyone that one of the new thought resources is this wonderful network, ntmedia.org. Please take a look at our schedule. We have wonderful programs coming up here. Please, we are, we are your center on the internet, and that we have so many wonderful resources for you. Daily prayer, midweek uplift, a study of the Science of Mind textbook on Saturdays, wonderful programming that we have from different Science of Mind centers across the nation. We have on currently Denver, uh, and also we have on uh, Atlanta uh, Midtown, so again, lots of wonderful things that we have here. And again, we ask for your loving donations. Again, ntmedia.org slash donate. Again, when you partner with us, you change the world. Again, you get the blessing of giving, but also that you get the opportunity of helping us take this powerful message to the whole world. ntmedia.org slash donate. Thank you so very much. Thank you again, Reverend Kathy. 
really nice to have her on this evening. Again, to everyone out there, have a wonderful blessed weekend, wonderful Easter weekend, and we will see you next week. Pastor Michael Mangus saying have a great week. Thanks for joining us this evening for Friday's Fireside Chat with Pastor Michael Mangus. Join us again next week at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain for more spiritual conversations for today. For more information and replays of past shows, please visit the New Thought Radio and Media Network's Facebook page. Until next week, may God bless you richly and abundantly.